Well, welcome to On The Way, however and wherever you may be listening. We're so glad you're tuned in today. I'm Pastor Kevin, and I'm here with Pastor Jeff. And Pastor Jeff, one of the things we always say is that people are on the way. Yes, you might be on the way to work, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. If you're listening on Sunday morning, you might be on your way to church. But regardless of where you are physically on the way, we want to, part of what we do here and why we do this radio show and podcast is because we want to help you find your way on the way to heaven. And we're going to talk today, Pastor Jeff, our subject's really a heavy subject. It's yeah, a difficult it subject. It's it's mm-hmm. a subject, quite frankly, that uh, many churches and a lot of pastors avoid today. Yeah, it really is. And and it's a subject that that Jesus talked about a lot. <laughs> he, he, he did. Yeah. And, and, and our subject is hell. Yeah. We're going to talk about hell. We want to, we want to talk about what life is actually like in hell yeah. and does hell really exist? And mm-hmm. then, you know, how, how can I avoid hell? See, the problem today, I think Pastor Jeff is so many people just naturally assume they're going to heaven. They act like heaven is their default destination, but Jesus said actually mm. just the opposite. He he talked about a way. Mm. Yeah, he said the way is is narrow. Yeah. And it's hard to find. And there's very few people that find it. And and I think that's probably one of the most dangerous situations to find yourself in is thinking that you're on the way to heaven when you're really on the way to hell. And uh, we see that a lot in the church. I, I think we're going to be surprised when the rapture of the Lord Jesus Christ, when he comes back and raptures his church out, I think there's going to be a lot of people surprised that uh, they didn't get taken. Mm. Don't you? Yeah, I mean, exactly. That great verse, narrow is the way mm. and few find it. You know, if yeah. I were the devil, Pastor Jeff, if I were the devil, one <laughs> yeah. of my top priorities today would be to try to convince people that hell is not real. Right. That there's not a place of an actual literal hell. One of my biggest plans, one of my biggest strategies would be to convince people that hell is not Mm. real because if I take that, then, you know, unbelievers would reject Christ easily because there's nothing to fear. And number two, believers would be, unmotivated to share the truth of the gospel. Yeah, and we, we've even seen this, and, and I really have heard about it more back in the, the 90s mm-hmm. of, of the last millennium. Yeah. <laughs> the 1990s, for those of you that are wondering, not the 1890s, <laughs> uh, but the, uh, the 90s, you know, you heard a lot about people saying, well, I'm just going to go to hell and we're going to have a big party. It's right. just going to be fun. And I think that kind of came out of the 60s and 70s. Mm. It kind of worked its way through there and... Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. If he can diminish the significance of hell, or if he can, if Satan can somehow in our minds uh, convince us that it's not a real place, then what what's the point? I mean, why do we need to avoid it? Yeah, it almost is like hell's fell on some hard times. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> there, there are some entire so-called denominations that do not believe in a literal hell. Mm. Even some so-called religious leaders do not believe in a literal hell. And uh, many people, many Americans 
don't believe in a literal hell. Do you know that according to one statistic, only 40% of Americans believe in a literal hell? Mm, wow. Wow. But we know that, that there is a real place called hell. Yeah, the Bible speaks about yeah. it. Matter of fact, Jesus uh, tells a story in Luke chapter 16 about someone who actually goes to hell. And over and over again, we see that Jesus believed in hell. Right. Uh, he, he would say, as he did in Luke chapter 12, fear him who has the power to throw you into hell. Matter yeah, of fact, Pastor yeah. Jeff, a lot of our listeners might be shocked to know that Jesus spoke on hell more than he did heaven. Yeah, I know that. That's uh, that is shocking, and you don't think about that as you're reading through the words of Scripture. He just here and there just comments about the kingdom of heaven, but he also says a lot about hell. But the problem is, yeah. people say, "Well, you know, God's a God of love. He wouldn't send right. anyone to hell." And the truth is, and that is true. He doesn't. Right. He doesn't send God anyone doesn't to hell. send people to hell. We send ourselves there right. by rejecting him and rejecting the, the, the price that he paid on the cross for our sins. And, you know, uh, there's another thing to think about, too. You, you just mentioned kind of a proof of the reality of hell is that Jesus believed in it. But also, I mean, logic kind of demands that, really. If you think logically, if there is light, there has to be dark. Mm. If there is good, there has to be evil. And so if there is heaven... And there is, there has to be hell. Yeah, so, you know, Jesus believed in hell. Logic demands there's, and the Bible clearly teaches over and over again. The Bible has words like Hades and hell and Gehenna and the lake Mm. of fire and the bottomless pit. I mean, over and over. And, And then church history just proves there is a hell. Think of the multitude of people over the millennial millennium that have suffered and been tortured and beaten yeah. and martyred trying to have the people of their day avoid avoid hell. And you know, it's it seems terrible to think that a good God, and we know that God is a good God, mm. that a good God would create a place of such evil and such torment. And, and we've got to understand why that was created. Yeah, a lot of people wonder, well, you know, Pastor Jeff, if God is so good and if God wants everyone to come to heaven, which mm-hmm. he does, yeah. why would he create? Why, if someone asked you that, how, how would you respond? If someone said, well, Pastor Jeff, I mean, why did God create hell anyway? What, what's the reason for hell? Well, I would say that uh, scripture tells us that hell is created for the devil and his angels. Right. That's where it tells us that uh, in in the Bible that God casts people at the end at the end at the judgment at the end of time. He casts the unbelievers into hell, and it says that it was created for the devil and his angels. Yeah, I think part of the problem is we think that Satan is the ruler of the kingdom of hell, and God is the ruler of the kingdom of heaven. But that's mm. not what the Bible teaches. God and Satan are not equal opposites. That's right. And hell is not heaven's opposite. Just as God has no equal as a person, heaven has no equal as a 
place. Yeah, you have to remember that God is an uncreated being. God mm. has always existed. Right. And Satan was an angel. Right. He was a created being. Called Lucifer. Called Lucifer. And and ironically, he was the choir director in heaven. Yeah. 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 And he rebelled and God right. kicked him out of heaven. Isaiah chapter 14 talks about this. Yeah. And, uh, and as a result banished him to a place called hell. So hell exists for God to deal righteously with Satan, but also for God to deal righteously with unbelievers. Uh, Second Thessalonians Mm. one says, God will punish those who do not know him, who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. They will be punished with everlasting destruction. Mm. And so we think that, you know, we have this idea, people think that, you know, Satan is down in hell. He's got his pitchfork. He's got his tail. And, yeah, you know, yeah. he's down there and, ah, ha, 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 welcome to hell. Yeah, he's done a great job of, of presenting this kind of innocuous image of himself that's just real, you know, he's kind of poof. He shows up on your shoulder and he's a little red guy with the horns and the pitchfork. And that's really not what it's about. And, and hell, you know, hell is going to be filled with all kinds of good religious people. And it's a it's a terrible place. Scripture describes it for us in that story you mentioned in Luke chapter uh, sixteen, and we'll we'll talk about that. But I think we need to kind of dig into that. What is hell actually like? And we can talk about that a little more when we come back from this break. Are you looking for somewhere to celebrate Halloween this year since hometown Halloween was canceled? Well, FBC Highlands Campus is excited to announce this year's Harvest Fest on Oak Street on October 30th. We will be having vendors, games, costume contests, candy, and so much more. For more information, go to www.fincastlebaptist.org events. Now, back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Welcome back to On The Way. Uh, I'm Pastor Jeff, and I'm here with Pastor Kevin, and today we are talking about the difficult subject of hell. Is it real? Is there an actual place called hell? And we've determined that hell is real. It's a certainty. It was created by God for uh, for Him to deal with Satan and his angels, but it's also a place where unbelievers will be dealt with, and, and we determined that Jesus believed in hell. He talked about it several times. In fact, more times in Scripture he talked about hell than he did heaven. Logic demands there's a hell, and the Bible teaches very clearly that there is a hell. And unfortunately, hell will be populated with good religious people. I think the problem, Pastor Jeff, is just like people wrongly think that when we get to heaven, we're going to be floating on a cloud all day, playing, playing a harp. harp. You know, and that's wearing not a what, diaper, right? right? <laughs> that's not what the Bible teaches, right? No, not at all. And uh, sometimes we picture, as you said earlier, hell is a big party. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be down there yeah. with all my buddies. We're going to be playing poker and drinking some beer, right? Right. But that's not what the Bible uh, it describes hell yeah. as a place of unspeakable suffering. Matter mm. of fact, uh, in Luke chapter 16, Jesus tells a story of a fella who goes to hell. Mm. And he says, uh, the first thing he says is, 
and, and, and from this passage, literally, there are 10 truths that we can go through real quick, 10 things yeah. about people in hell. And the first is they are in great pain. Mm. It, it, it mentions how this guy is in agony. It mm. says that he is in torment. Uh, many times, seven times, uh, the Bible talks about that people in hell, there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. There, mm. There's physical, there's emotional agony in, in hell. Yeah, yeah. And this, the, the passage here that, in, that you referenced, he actually says uh, in verse 23, he says to Abraham, because the rich man can see heaven, and we'll get to there in just a minute, but the rich man sees Abraham and Lazarus, this poor man that he rejected while he was on earth, and he sees him from his dest- his final destiny, which is hell, and he sees this, this glorious heaven, and he says, have mercy on me, for I'm in torment mm. in this flame. And I think that's the second truth we can really learn is, and it's one of the most surprising, shocking things that our listeners probably had never thought of, but... Luke 16, verses 23 and verse 24, plainly mm-hmm. teach that people in hell can see into heaven. Mm. Now, you know, one of the worst punishments, I believe, of hell is to know they missed it. Yeah. To know they, uh, yeah. they missed an opportunity to go. Yeah, I think about my kids, uh, not as it relates to hell, but as it relates to seeing what they could have had. Mm. Uh, when when they want a reward or they want something and they, they've not done the thing that's necessary to get the reward, but the other one has, and they sit there and watch the other kid eat their ice cream or whatever it is, it's torment for them. I mean, it, it's absolute torture. And, uh, and that's, multiply that times a million and you've got what what we have here it's some physical emotional torment because they can see what they could have had had they chosen to not reject Christ yeah verse 23 of Luke 16 in hell where he was in torment he looked up and mm. saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side and so we I think that gives us the fourth truth mm. about hell is that People in hell know uh, other people. You know, sometimes people wonder, will we know one another after death? Yeah. Now, yeah. we won't have the same earthly relationships. The Bible is clear. We won't know one another as parent and child, as as a, a, a spouse, uh, but we won't know one another as like a pastor and a member, but we will know one another. Here, this fellow clearly knows uh, Lazarus. He's yeah. he's conscious He's not in some, you know, trance-like state. He mm. he is aware of his surroundings. Right. He, you know, right. people in hell, they they know one another. Yeah, they're they're in great pain. They can see into heaven, but I think we skipped number 3 that they are conscious. Yeah. They are they're conscious. They know what's going on. It's not like some some that say, well, it's kind of like a soul sleep, you know, you kind of just fall asleep and you just kind of don't you you don't exist anymore that's not what we see in scripture we see a person who is in torment he's feeling pain he is seeing into heaven he's seeing what he could have had he knows what he rejected he's conscious and he knows the people that he sees in heaven how tor- how how awful would that be well and that leads us to the fifth truth about hell is that people in hell are tormented 
with fire. Mm. You know, uh, verse 24, he says, Have pity on me, send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and mm. cool my tongue because I am in agony in this fire. And mm. if you ask the average person, what do they know about hell? They would probably relate it to something about fire. We yeah. picture hell yeah. as a place of fire. And that's what the Bible says. Right. But when we picture hell, though, we have even even you and I, I think, maybe have mm. a wrong image of hell. We picture, you know, like the uh, a cave you know, with a fire here and a fire there and a fire over there, and there's there's light that's thrown mm-hmm. about by the fire, but the Bible tells us that hell is pitch black. Yeah, it's completely dark, right. and that boggles my mind. In fact, you and I were talking right. about this before. He can see into heaven, so which how is does, total light, which is totally light. How does that not create light in hell? But there's also fire in hell, and how does that not create light? It's mm-hmm. just it's a supernatural thing. Right. God has created this supernatural place to deal with the supernatural soul that has rejected him. And and they are tormented in fire that's pitch black, mm. completely clear, unbelievable. But not only that, they they not only are they tormented with fire in their conscience and they know people, but they they have memory. Yeah. They I have mean, memory. The rich man talks to Abraham and he says, Hey, send send somebody to talk to my brothers. So he remembers his brothers, and Abraham actually tells him, hey, but if you remember in your life, you had everything you needed, and you rejected it. I think that's one of the, it's one of the terrible things about hell mm-hmm. that we don't think about, that people in hell will remember that they had an opportunity to receive Jesus, yeah. that they had yeah. an opportunity to avoid it, but they didn't. But once they're in hell, number seven, they have no hope of release. Yeah, it's too late. The, the, there's no, uh, there's no bridge from hell. Uh, verse twenty six says it very clearly. There's a great chasm, so that those who want to go from here to you cannot, and nor can anyone cross over from there to us. It, it should once and for all mm. silence the unbiblical doctrine of purgatory. Yeah. Th- that, that doctrine is not found. In the Holy Bible, it's very clear that once I pass, my eternal destiny is set forever. Uh, Don't get the idea that you're going to stay in hell for a while, and then somehow you'll be able to get to heaven. No, the Bible is clear. There is life after death. We all live forever somewhere. The only question is, is where? Mm, Yeah. I was in, uh, I took a missions trip to Spain one time, Pastor Kevin, and and I went in one of the big cathedrals there, and they had all these hats hanging from the ceiling uh, with string. And uh, I asked the the tour guide, I was like, what is the deal with those hats? He says, well, those are uh, our priests and bishops and things that have died, and their hat is hung up, and we pray for them until their hat falls. And when their hat falls down, they've made it out of purgatory. Wow. And I saw one of the hats had been retied back up. And I said, well, what what about that hat? That guy needed a little more time down there. (laughs) So it is. And so not only does this passage, you know, speak against that, but it also speaks against the unbiblical doctrine of ghosts or Mm. communicating with the dead through seances. You know, people in hell cannot communicate with the living. There's a chasm that has been fixed. Mm, Uh, You know, you can't speak to those on the other side. And then our 10th and final uh, truth about hell, Pastor Jeff, give us that one. 
Well, they cannot hide from God's presence. Mm. God is able to see them. Yeah. And they can feel what, again, they feel again what they rejected. Yeah, sometimes people think the worst part about hell is that God is not there, but mm. theologically that's not accurate. Well, because, David writes it in Psalms yeah. 139. He says, if I make my bed in hell, you are there. Right. God is what theologians call omnipresent. Yeah. He is everywhere there's aware. God is present in hell, <laughs> but he's only present in his judgment and in his wrath. Mm. And when we come back after the break, we're going to talk about how easy it is to avoid this awful place called hell. We'll be right back. Fincastle Baptist Church Highlands Campus is excited to invite you to join our church family. With programs and events for kids, youth, men, women, and the church in general, you are sure to find some way to be involved and connected to our community. On Sundays at 9.30 a.m., we have connect groups available where you can study the Bible and share life experiences. Then, at 10.45 a.m., join us for our in-person Sunday service with live worship and a message from one of our pastors. If you have kids, we've got you covered. Your children can join us for an active time of biblical lessons. Kids Church happens at the same time as our church services, so both you and your child can hear the Word of God. Our youth don't get left out on Sundays either. On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., Fincastle Students Ignite is a time of gathering, games, biblical lessons, and discussion. This is an opportunity for students to deepen their faith and experience the freedom that comes with Christ-centered community. There's a lot more happening at our Highlands campus that we have to offer. For information on our church and our programming and events, go to fincastlebaptist.org and click on the Highlands Campus link. Now, let's get back to On the Way with Pastors Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On the Way. Again, we're so thankful that you're listening today. We'd love to hear from you, the listener. You can contact us at OTW at fincastlebaptist.org, O-T-W at fincastlebaptist.org. And I know, Pastor Jeff, one of the things that we often love to hear from our listeners about would be suggestions they might have for yeah. something for us to discuss. Yeah, you know, quite frankly, it's it's uh, it's difficult to come up with a new topic every week. Mm. And uh, if you have an idea or you have a question about something you've always wondered about, uh, please send us that email and let us know um, that you're listening, first of all, but then also we would love to address the topic that you have in mind. Uh, if we're not hitting the mark for you or if you'd like to see us do something different, please let us know that. So we've spoken so far about hell, and we talked about, uh, last segment, 10 truths, people in hell. They're in great pain. Mm. We said they can actually see into heaven. They are conscious. Mm. Number four, they know other people. Number five, they're tormented with fire. Yeah. They possess memory. They have no hope of release. They are concerned for others who are still living. They can't communicate with the living, and they cannot hide from God's presence. Mm. I mean, I think we would agree, Pastor Jeff, that the Bible describes hell as a terrible, awful place. Oh, yeah. It's an, it's an unbelievably awful place. We cannot fathom how terrible it really is. And, and earthly descriptions of it cannot even come close to describing what it is. But the Bible tells us that hell is easy to avoid, very easy. And that's the good news. The problem is when we hear that when people think and they try to avoid hell, they maybe try to go to church, which is yeah, great. But yeah. 
going to church in and of it by itself is not enough to help you avoid hell. So right. maybe, maybe they, they try to try to do something good for somebody else to balance out the bad that they've done. Mm. And we know that that's not a good way. That's not going to get you there either. So how, Pastor Jeff, can I, what does this passage teach? How can I actually avoid hell? Well, if you look on down in the passage, Abraham says, you've already got the scriptures. Mm. So listen to what it says. Probably the most famous verse in the world that everyone knows, the famous verse that everyone in the world knows is John 3.16. For God loved the world in this way, that he sent his only son, Jesus, that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So just listen to the Bible. Listen to the Bible. And and, and I've got to accept the truth of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the next verse, he says, they have Moses and the prophets. They have the Bible. Right. Let them listen to them. And then he responds, no, Father Abraham. I love this. If someone from the dead goes to them, mm. they will repent. You know, I've got to accept the gospel. And the gospel is... What is the gospel? 1 Corinthians chapter 15 says, this is the gospel. This is the most important thing, that Christ died, (laughs) that he was buried, and that he rose from the dead according to the scriptures. I love it when scripture does that. Mm. When we have a question, what is the gospel? And the scripture says, this is the gospel. gospel. Oh, okay, well, maybe I just need to listen to that. (laughs) Yeah, so how can I avoid hell? Listen to the Bible, accept the gospel, but it's more than that, though, Pastor Jeff. Right, it's not right. just accepting it intellectually. It's, right. It's uh, not just an assent to it. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Yes, That's I believe that is. there was a real man named Jesus, and he did a bunch of good things. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It goes deeper than that, because our problem goes deeper than that. Mm. We all have the same problem. Romans three twenty three says that we are all separated from God because of our sin. Mm. There's no way that we in ourselves can reach the standard of right, of good, that God wants in order to get into heaven. But Romans 6.23 has the antidote for that. It says that sin demands death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So accepting the gospel is uh, Romans 10.9 says, Confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved. And, and what that means is I ultimately have to decide to r- repent. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've got to, and, and that means to turn around, make a 180 degree, you know, you know, turn. Yeah. Yeah. I describe it to people as it's, it's turning from something, turning to something else. Mm. We're turning from our sin and saying, I don't want that life anymore. And we're turning to the life that Jesus offers us and to Jesus to give us that life. Because as we saw in Romans 3, we can't attain that life on our own. So we have to decide to repent. So actually, we have a choice. Hmm. God gives us a choice and he lets us actually choose heaven or hell. Right, right. So a good question for our listeners is, which have you chosen? Hmm. (laughs) Have you chosen heaven or hell? And if you have chosen heaven, if you said, yes, I'm a Christian, I have decided to repent of my sins, I have accepted the gospel, that Jesus loves me, that he died on the cross, that he's buried, that he rose from the dead. If I've done that, then I think the question then is, 
are we really living like that? Mm. Who are we sharing that message with? Who is our, who's the maybe one person that God's put on our heart or mind, somebody that we interact with that we are going to do everything we can to make sure they're actually on the way to heaven. Right, because if we really do believe that hell is a real place, we will do everything in our power to keep people from going there. You and I say this all the time, I'll do anything short of sin for people to hear the gospel and to believe on Jesus while they can, Hmm. while they can. Yeah, and if you are a Christ follower, if you are on the way to heaven and there's no doubt about it, you're never going to regret sharing the good news of Jesus <laughs> right. with other people. You're, right. you're never, right. you're not going to be in heaven for five minutes and say, well, I just shared the gospel too many times when I was down there. Right. Earth. I wish I hadn't shared so much. Yeah. You're <laughs> going right. to probably think, I wish I would have done it more. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And so we're all on the way somewhere, Pastor Jeff, mm. and our heart's desire. And part of the reason why we do this program Mm -hmm. and this podcast is we want to make sure that people are on the way to heaven because there is a way. And Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. If we can help you find the way, be sure and reach out to us. Thanks again for listening. You've been listening to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email them at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more On The Way, visit fincastlebaptist.org slash otw or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to us while you are on the way.